time it is welcome to lovely stuff a podcast to distract us from bad news to engage our brain box and think about good times during isolation and lockdown and one of the two can you tell i'm bored of having a script rocking in the free world each episode i'll ask a friend uh what's the first single they bought I'll ask them about a film that means a lot to them. And I'll ask them where they're going to go when this whole thing blows over. Hope you're doing okay. Uh, it's a Monday evening. It's uh, a little bit nicer than it has been. It's a bit of a rough weekend. Just rain central, which actually was a nice opportunity uh, to do even less than normal. I think it's Saturday. Didn't go outside of the house at all. Um, which doesn't, you know, doesn't feel good in some ways because it just feels super lazy. But on the other hand, also, because I'm out for work a lot of the time, I don't beat myself up too much. Yeah, but it was literally, it was raining all day. So that's fine. Yeah, a bit, a bit, a bit slacking a bit on the episodes. Um, <laughs> like, I, I kind of flitted between saying I wasn't going to do one at all this week because I just kind of wanted a break from editing. Then I started on this episode, Sunday night. Ended up finishing it about half eleven or something. Uh, and I was like, nah, I'm just I'm not going to go outside into the dark to record the intro. So here it is on, on Monday evening. Oh, hello, friend. Hey. This is Bella. She's our house dog. Super happy. Absolutely loves life. Yeah, you had a good day, mate. Yeah. It's just slight allergies. Yeah, she, uh, has to rub her belly on the floor. She gets an itchy belly. <coughs> oh, there she goes. Going for a little roll. <laughs> Yeah, sort of a, a range range of emotions these days, this far into lockdown. I think the first few weeks I was fairly consistently feeling pretty good, being pretty positive. But I think now I just take each day as it comes because it's a bit more, a bit more yo-yo ping pong. I think just just robbing us of the stuff that you want to get on with, especially getting into summer. You know, spending time with friends. It's definitely robbing me of spending time with my family. Yeah, yeah, it's just a bit crap, isn't it? Yeah, everyone's in the same boat. I think it's just <laughs> particularly frustrating sometimes when you're working hard to do the right thing, as is most people. But then, like the other day in a shop, middle-aged ladies uh, just saw each other in the supermarket. They obviously hadn't seen each other for a while. And they were just like, oh, what are we doing? Are we doing the old shoulder bump? And they're like, no, let's just fully hug. 
just like embraced each other in the supermarket. I was like, thanks for that. And while everybody else is doing the right thing, just a uh, full public display of selfishness. Yeah, hey ho. We were having a look at uh, some verses in, in James the other day. I think it's James 1, 2 to 4 or something. It talks about endurance completing its work and it's, there's a reference on it that said um, that trials are an opportunity to work on your personality and your qualities of patience and uh, empathy and, you know, that certainly is true at the moment. I think, uh, yeah, that's something that we can all do from it. Yeah. Anyway, that was a, that was a depressing ramble. Um, so this this episode is with Gemma. Uh, we have known Gemma for ages, like 13 years, I think, when we first met her. we 13 years this year. Um, and we've got pretty close to her and her husband, Dan. And their boys, got two little boys, Aidan and George. Makes me feel very old. I remember both of them being born. Absolutely outrageous. Yeah, Gemma is uh she's a very sweet girl. And <laughs> she has a very sweet outlook on life. As uh, a prime example is uh her description of intoxication in this episode. That's a that's a great example of her outlook on life. So, um, yeah, I enjoyed this. We're about the same age. I think I might be a little bit older. Um, so it's a bit of crossover uh, with, with the nostalgia. It's good. Yeah, so enjoy. See you at the end. Did you get, did you get out for a walk before it rained? Uh, well, no. We, <laughs> we thought we went... We were meeting, um, we actually met Dan's dad for the first time since lockdown. Oh, of course, so yeah. So we, um, we met him at his house, and then, like, outside, and then we, um, he's about 30 minutes from Banstead Wood, mm-hmm. but going through like farmland and loads of fields, and then we got halfway through and we were kind of w- watching this black cloud following us, then we got drenched. Oh, um, no. The boys, of course, didn't listen to me about bringing a raincoat, and Daniel never believes it's going to rain when it it's going to rain. <laughs> so we, um, yeah, hid under a tree for about twenty minutes. It was quite nice, and then it was beautiful sunshine. So yeah, so a bit, still a bit um, damp. But yeah, you just have to embrace it, don't you? Because yeah, nothing else you can do. <laughs> yeah, it's quite an, it's such an English thing, isn't it? To be like. We're going for a walk. I mean, I had a rain mac and a sun hat and sunglasses. This is just look ridiculously stupid. But <laughs> we're going to do it anyway. Yeah, embrace. <laughs> under a tree. Yeah. We were. How we didn't have. We didn't have any definite plans to, like, go work, walk somewhere specific. But um, mm. we were going to go out, and then Glenn was just going to do some stuff in the garden. You should sit out there now. Actually, she loves it. <laughs> Uh, but then it started smacking it down, so I started making cheese scones. Which, nice. uh, yeah, a bit flat. I've, my my nanny, as in my mum's mum, is like her absolute. Like she's a really good baker anyway, but that's her speciality. She would like sell them at mm. like church fates and stuff, but they're like good. 
so when I could see they weren't rising, I phoned her and I was like, oh, I'm making cheese scones for the first time in my life. And it made me think of you. So what have I done wrong? <laughs> Apparently, you're sp- when you're mixing the dough, you're supposed to like really bring it up and kind of, she said bring it high, which I assume she means like in the bowl, just like completely f- keep folding right. it. Yeah. Like, um, oh. what's the word? Uh, exaggerate, you know, exaggerated mixing, I think. Yeah, so she said you need to get the, um... air in there. Because you don't prove it, oh. it's self-raising flour, but you don't prove it. So, um, yeah. yeah, you just make the mix and then cut it, cut it into circles, and then stick it in. But yeah, they're still nice. I did. They're um, just a bit, a bit dense. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't like the idea of cheese, cheese going. It has to be with cream and jam. It's just a different thing. Do you like cheese rolls? Yeah, but yeah, then they so have to have like something else in it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I did uh i did try a recipe because I, I really like scones i never used to actually but i kind of got into them as i got older but um it was like a three ingredient recipe with lemonade yeah. wow okay. and i thought oh that sounds yeah i had some lemonade but when i made them they were okay and they did look like scones they probably weren't as high but you could really taste the lemonade i think the lemonade was a bit like flat or something i don't know i should try again Definitely with cream and jam. Yeah. Uh, one second, I've just got uh, to turn the bread down. Hey, that's good. Yeah, it's good. Looking big. Um, Sounds good. Have you got into much? Well, <laughs> you've got, probably got less time than normal, actually, haven't you? Well, yeah, I feel like I haven't. I mean, I, I'm one of these people that could happily spend all day crafting and like get my sewing machine out. I did get my sewing machine at the beginning of lockdown. I've already used it about three times. I found all my stashes of material and thought, oh, I could do this. But I've been working more because the shop's quite busy. But that's okay. It's still just in the corner, surrounded by a pile of fabric, (laughs) waiting for some time. So before we get started, what would you like to drink? So um, I listened to Simone's podcast and she stole my drink. Oh, no. But <laughs> so you don't have to share. But um, my a top a top like a very close second was a um a lot you know those long glasses um I must have must be fine um I was in Austria and um, on top of a lovely mountain and I wasn't having a good time skiing I was felt like I was quite stressed but the thing that got me through the morning was having this really cold i think it was a foster's radlers oh nice yeah but it must have been like a european version or something i don't know so i bought a rad- i found did eventually find radlers over here but it only comes out at, in december time for some reason even though it's probably like a summer drink that's quite bizarre mm. yeah, December, maybe so, yeah, christmas drive yeah yeah i think that will probably be my close it's just so cold and refreshing i don't I don't drink any other alcohol, like, and I know we have cocktails, and that's it. So this was like a, like a, oh, it's, is it lager or beer? Uh, lager. Normally, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, um, it's like a shandy, really, isn't it? But with really yeah. lemony lemonade. Mm, yeah, yes. I remember a couple of summers uh, doing a lot of Rattlers, <laughs> like when Foster's Rattlers mm. first came out. Um, and they're only 2%, so you could, like, on a hot day, you can just, like, yeah. 
knock them back exactly. with no problem yeah yeah no, and i think nice. i think that's why i liked it because I, I i am quite i don't think i'm a lightweight i do think as soon as i've had one sip of alcohol i can really feel it like i can just feel my i can just feel it's in my body maybe i don't know if i'm i don't think i'm i don't think it's an allergic reaction but there's some kind of even no matter what alcohol it is but with that i could drink it and i don't feel yeah like, oh i shouldn't be so, yeah. What, what is the feeling you feel? Describe the feeling. It just, I can. It just, <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just feel a bit like um, a bit. I don't know, like wiggly. Wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> like a little bit shaky. Is it? And I yeah. could just, I could just feel like my, like all the way from like my head to my toes. I can just feel something in my body, um especially even if even after one cocktail and some cocktails are really weak so you can't you know they put so much ice in it if you go to certain places um there's probably like not much alcohol but yeah with with the radlers on it's okay i can have a few of them mm. <laughs> but yeah yeah that, yeah. that was the... <laughs> yeah it's the danger of cocktails isn't it is um unless unless they are very strong and you can like you can then smell the alcohol and taste it straight away often they're still strong but not like mega strong so you don't have any connection you're like oh this tastes like a fruit drink like <laughs> like a juice and then yeah next thing you know yeah. you're on the yeah. floor yeah, yeah. I, I get giggly <laughs> that is the best description of alcohol ever I, feel really, <laughs> I can't describe it any other way because I've never been drunk before, I couldn't even tell you if that's what it's supposed to feel like. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's that's quite an achievement. It's because you've been designated dead- driver basically your whole adult life, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and also I think having children young, I missed out that probably that time where people would probably at that you know eighteen nineteen yeah. go out. And yeah, if if we me and Daniel did go out, which we you know we we did probably do still go out a lot, but I would be the one that would drive. Yeah, right. yeah. I guess that's the often it's your late teens, um, where you're or early twenties where you're kind of learning what drinks you like. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of I know plenty of people that just don't really like alcohol or, or not fussed by it. Um, but I think yeah, for most people, it's like those those years yeah. you're deciding experimenting and seeing what you like on the alcohol scene and then yeah. perhaps experimenting slightly too hard <laughs> mm, yeah i could i could i could like go out on a on a night out and maybe just have one drink i'm not it doesn't like bother me mm. I, can, I can you know leave it if i need to i, yeah. I don't i rarely drink at home unless you've got friends over yeah but yeah yeah that, that used to wine. be me yeah. <laughs> uh, this this week happen. Because I keep because because I keep saying it like when I'm recording a podcast, I've, I'm saying it out loud. I'm like, that's I, that shouldn't be the case, and it's not. And it's like <laughs> literally like one beer, maybe two beers, mm. but I think even even that's not great. Like that dramatically mm. increases my alcohol intake over the course of a, a week. Yeah. All right. So Radlers, good choice. Yeah. There's something very special about that that first beer on the mountain as well. Because you have that like ex- like real exhaustion, don't you, from 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 skiing or boarding, mm-hmm. and I think something to do with the yeah. altitude as well makes yeah. it 
makes it feel different. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So what was the first single that you remember buying? The first single I remember buying. So I just want to let you know that my memory since having children has, <laughs> it's just, I, I feel like I lost a lot of memory. <laughs> um, so do, this is why it's taken me a while to get all this together to try and remember. And it's really interesting that if some things just trigger, if I, I've been listening to other people and I was like, oh, oh yeah, I remember that. I think yeah. who was it? it might have been um, Bill who said he remembers recording the top 40. Yep. I did that like every 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 week. Got all the blank tapes, labelled them. Yeah, it was good. Um, but I do remember. I've got a vivid memory of going. Um, we moved house when I was twelve to North Team, yeah. and there was a Woolworths, which yes. I think was just one of the best shops ever. <laughs> I was trying to describe um, it to David the other day, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's quite yeah. Like, what else? There's nothing like it. I know, I tried to describe it to the boys. I was like, oh, first of all, they had the best pick and mix. Yes, um, it'd be like a Saturday shopping experience. You get a pick and mix, pick up a magazine, buy some music. Um, you could get a card for someone if it was like an anniversary. You could buy gifts in there. Um, I'm sure there's like toilet. Like, it was just it was such a good shop. I was really sad. Toilet, toys as well, wasn't five it? Toys, yeah. Like it was just amazing. So I remember going up there. Um, it was literally five minutes from my new house. I got a um, hi-fi system, which I was so excited about. Yeah. And um, I bought a tape, double cassette tape of Now Forty Five. Cool. And so that I just I collected most of them. Probably I think that might have been my first one. And then um, I started getting like my own bits of money and then going to buy them. It, new ones probably is either hmv and sutton or the woolworths in the team and um yeah so with the now 45 i just thought it was easier than it had a lot of my favorite songs on it because it's like a compilation album rather than buying all the individual ones yeah so that was that was my uh one of my favorite yeah well my first Amazing. That is a that has got some bangers on it. I'm just looking at it now. I know. It came out in April two thousand. Yeah. Uh Rise by Gabrielle. <laughs> Fill me yeah. in, Craig David. Born to yeah. Make You Happy, Britney Spears. Man, I feel like a woman, Shania Twain. <laughs> wow. Is this is some S really, Club. really You're my number one. S Club. Yeah. S Club was listening to Simone's last night. Yeah. Ooh, stick you. Remember that? <laughs> Daphne and Celeste. I think on one of them, I don't know if it's that one. Do you remember um, uh, Aqua? Cart- yeah, that's on there. Yeah. Cart- yeah Cartoon Heroes. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Just, I, just, I just love them all so much. Time and is now, Maloko. Like, <laughs> the absolute Adonis, though. Track 28, Thong, Thong Song by Cisco. Wow. <laughs> What a moment. Wow. You know, a moment that stayed with me in time and I had to track it down and watch it on YouTube every now and again is him performing that on Top of the Pops. You you would never oh. find a musical performance that somebody puts more life into. <laughs> he puts everything into that performance. It's absolutely wow. incredible. You need to watch it. I'll send it to you later. Oh, I will. I will. I will watch that. 
You also got uh, Re Rewind by Artful Dodger featuring Craig oh. David. Man, this was an yeah. incredible album. It was so good. I mean, I think I've got a lot. I've got a nice playlist on my Spotify, which I listen to probably on a weekly basis. And most of those songs are Rewind is an instant take back to school. All the small things by Blink One Eighty Two as well. That's quite a oh yeah, quite a surprise. One Eighty Two comes up later. And oh yes, mate. Mm-hmm. Um, so your music, your hi-fi, was it the little sort of dumpy one that would have a CD on the top and a tape in the front? Yeah, and a radio in the middle. Yeah, and, and it had an like, orange, got uh, an orange um, like screen where it'd come up with like the track. Oh uh, yeah. Was it Akai or something? Oh, I can't. I can't remember. But I basically I got it for one of my present days, and I was I was so happy. I just I think I I do vividly remember just grabbing one of my mum's CDs, and it had um. It had, I mean, my mum and dad. My dad mainly had a quite a big music collection. Yeah. But I just remember playing. Yeah, I used to get lots of blank tapes on a. It's Sunday night. The top yeah, yeah, Sunday from four. Yeah, I used to we, go in my room before dinner. We used to, uh, I remember the association with recording that or just listening to that was with mum making a roast dinner yeah. every Sunday. Yeah, every Sunday, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, so good. My mum and dad had the mum's more 60s kind of 70s music and dad yeah. was like soft rock, clean you know all that yeah so um i probably grabbed one std just to like listen to something i like tuned in all the radio and I, it's really funny i remember um it was on a my dad built a shelf especially for it in my bedroom um and my whole room was orange i don't wow. know why just had a fast and the screen was orange and i was like <laughs> oh it matches <laughs> my memory of um hi-fi was initially the first one we had that was ours it was like someone had given must have given it to us and it's like a proper like stack system and oh, wow. it was like way too powerful for then for the it was way too powerful for the speakers that we had with it so we like could only have the volume on about 15 percent or something and it had oh, it was wow. like so uh i don't know it was like so good we had a, a remote control for it and when you turn the volume up with the remote the actual dial turned <laughs> it was so good. oh wow i had a remote control you just li- literally just flashed into my mem- yeah there's um i remember now also i used i used to be quite scared of the dark mm-hmm. probably up to <laughs> quite an older age um i remember it being our new house i was 11 when we moved and we um my mum i used to have magic fm on every single night before i went to sleep then when my mum and dad went to bed, they turned it off and they used to use the remote control. That's sweet. Mad, so Magic FM, even now, I could listen to that all day. All the songs, you know, all the words. Yeah. yeah Probably still the same playlist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think it has changed a lot, really. A couple of, uh, I think, I was listening to it the other day, Ed Sheeran popped on there. But the rest of them, all all 70s. 80s. Yeah, amazing. Um, And then I remember... Toby then had a a little like alarm CD radio thing, tub one. Mm. You put the CDs in the top, and then you it would play the CD as your alarm. And for ages, he just had mm. 
uh, feeder, an al- the album by feeder, and just had Buck Rogers as his alarm clock every day. Like, dee, 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 dee. Yeah. So to the point where like, we're starting to hate that song now. We need to stop using this as an alarm. One of the songs I do remember, which is an earlier memory, I don't, I don't think I would have bought it because I'm probably must have been about eight or nine. Um, is the Two Unlimited, the band Two Unlimited? Oh, mm-hmm. There's a famous song on the film Bring It On. Okay. What's it called? And I've just got a vivid memory of me dancing in my living room on a Saturday afternoon, just dancing around all day to that song, and I just, I, I just played it over and over and over again. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> they loved it. Just realised I've done these in the wrong order. I've done this. Is the second time I've done this. Yeah, I was like, I thought it was the film. Just throwing you off. <gasps> I'm sorry. Okay, don't worry. So, what was the first film you remember seeing? So, again, my memory not not great, but um, I don't think we went to the cinema that often as children. Um, a because my mum would work quite a lot during the weekend. She worked in Tesco's. Right. And then my dad would be at home with us. So I don't, and he doesn't like the cinema at all. So oh, really? um, we, yeah, not, it's not really, I don't know why. Um, so I think it would, it would have been a bit too much to take all three of us. I've got two younger brothers to the cinema. Um, so I remember my dad always used to buy the VHSs from like when they came out. Um, and I've got a really distinct memory of sitting down in front of our square TV, you know, it's like a really deep one. And my dad put the film in and he and he had like the had it paused on like Disney film. Oh no, no, it wasn't it was Pixar. Anyway, and then he got the he had these like yellow or like brightly coloured trays with like little sections in it. And he like filled it up with snacks and we all sat in a line. And then he pressed play and it was Toy Story One. Wow. And I like it was just I absolutely loved it. And he my dad was I think more excited because <laughs> he just thought it was. I think it was such a unique film because who asked the Toy Story on the podcast? Um, but they it was just it was so true that it's so it was so such a different angle from most Disney films. Um, I, yeah, I just absolutely loved it. And my brothers were like over the moon, but I remember being very excited, like, oh, what the film is it? And he hid the cake. Yeah, it was really good. So, so that's the first, first film. I don't. I remember going to the cinema a lot, really. So no, fair enough. Tell you what my dad's film, but yeah. Yeah, I think um, I think the thing is, like, as my dad in particular loved Toy Story as well. And we kind of all three, like, especially us three boys, just used to wa- love it or watching it all the time. I think it was just like probably quite momentous because it was the first like um, CGI animation film. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think it just probably blew their minds as much as it did ours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think it's just very unique about going down to that level of yeah. boys, and uh, they could be. I mean, for I remember, I, I remember for a long time, even my boys, they, they're my my boys, are quite, but they've got such like a like a, you know, their toys could be real and they make yeah. talk and stuff. The imagination. We, we naturally do that anyway, but then to have a film where it's it becomes like a reality, it's just yeah. yeah. So good. We watched Toy Story four the other day. Oh, oh dear! It was, I think we were all crying. <laughs> oh man, I didn't think I can't. Apart from towards the end, like it wasn't as emotional as I expected because mm-hmm. there had been a lot of build up to it, 
and people yeah. said it was so i was like oh but yeah it was really good and like those dolls man they're so freaky i know they're, <laughs> they're so, so scary yeah uh, yeah there's a sh- yes. very shop similar to that one in Sutton yeah um, and they've got some really really weird stuff in there and they've got space that like Daniel every time we go is it it's um underneath a craft shop so I sometimes go in there to get some stuff and he always like goes to like creepy dolls and then yeah <laughs> check out those freakish dolls <laughs> yeah it's um yeah it's really good I think they all are um mm. but yeah the, the first two in particular meant a lot to me i think because of when they came out i was like just really excited about them very invested but i think by the time toy story 3 came out it was, it was, a, it was quite a gap wasn't it so i think i was a bit older by then yeah. i still went and saw it but i was like wasn't that wasn't that fast yeah so toy story 2 was 99 so i was only like 10 or 11 so yeah still good still important times and 3 was 2010 yeah, so i was a full adult by then yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, as exciting. No. Yeah. So, what would you like snack on? Hmm. So, this is quite easy to to um to decide. So, my favourite snack of all time is a chocolate hobnob, but it has to have a hot cup of tea with it mm-hmm. for dunks because I don't I don't think there's any other biscuit that can dunk as well, and the chocolate just melts it's like three dunks i think and then it's perfect i mean i can't actually buy them because i could eat a whole packet i could probably eat half a packet in one sitting and then then the next couple of hours i could so i basically can't buy them yeah (laughs) for safety reasons so that is yeah that's my ultimate snack because i absolutely love them and but i shouldn't eat them there's something about um most of the sort of classic biscuits that, that they're just they're not like excessively sweet so you could just like easily do a, do a whole packet of them or yeah just think of like bourbons yeah just like all of those classics you think they're just very much like yeah very easy to chain eat them nice choice yeah. do you like any of the variations like dark chocolate or the one with caramel in no, no? So no chocolate hob, even just the normal plain hobnobs doesn't do it. The, the just the chocolate like holds the oats together like. Nice. But the tea has to be good to like just like off of the kettle. Yeah. It has to be if the if the tea's too warm then it won't melt the chocolate. It has to okay. be like fresh tea, and then obviously don't drink the whole tea because then you have got like bits of chocolate and oats at the bottom. <laughs> the fodder. <laughs> you don't want to drink. Yeah. <laughs> chaser (laughs) 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 yeah 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 and i think they've done like dunk tests and stuff i've seen (laughs) i don't think there's anything that beats it no not that i like anyway yeah i don't really um because i don't drink tea and i'd normally have black coffee so not quite the same for Duncan. Mm. But um I, I get, mean I sometimes it. sometimes if I do have the odd packet, I will just boil <laughs> kettle <laughs> and as a tea bag and not even drink the tea. Like sometimes we don't have have milk to make the tea. I will just stand in the kitchen next to the kettle and just eat some. But the water, the the tea like texture with not the milk even quickly Duncan eat and then walk into the kitchen and then no one will see eating them 
<laughs> a little private time. Yeah. You treat the tea as a dip. Yeah, basic. No, it's basically. not a drink. You don't drink dip. <laughs> you don't drink ketchup, no. do you? <laughs> no. Although I'm sure my boys could do that. Yeah. Have George has ketchup of everything, even a roast dinner. Mental. So imagine uh, if you, you know, this is all a dream sequence anyway. So uh, if there was, if you could have as many hobnobs as you want without any sort of ramifications, mm-hmm. what would be your cutoff point? Mm-hmm. <laughs> would there be one? I mean, if I think, <laughs> I think after about, <laughs> that's so terrible. After about six, I do feel a bit sick. <laughs> six, that's not bad. Yeah, but for me, because I, I don't, yeah, I think because I'm always like, no, one more, one more, <laughs> maybe seven. <laughs> but in a day, I could eat a whole packet. In what, okay, so how many in a packet? Like, yeah, twelve. Yeah, so in in one day, I could eat like have a few like eleven zers, and then have one after lunch, a couple after lunch, and then like for pudding, I won't have pudding. I'll just have half knobs, and the packet's gone. And then if the children see them, then no more for mummy. <laughs> no more. That doesn't sound too bad, but maybe that's a reflection on me. <laughs> oh, just uh, a yeah, well, There's nothing, mate. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Equally, you are about a quarter of the size of me. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm five foot. I used to be, a, yeah, petite. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, food is the best, so it's a payoff, it is. isn't it? What do you want to be? What do we mean? Yeah, Some unhappy skinny person? <laughs> Where's the fun in that? Exactly. <laughs> Crying into your bowl of water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my willpower is pretty low when it comes to food. Just I'm just mm. glad I have a physical job, otherwise I would be colossal. Yeah. <clears throat> I've started doing more workouts during lockdown. <laughs> Not to substitute for the amount of fun I've been making, but um uh but yeah what song reminds you of a teenage crush (laughs) so this one was actually really easy um so my dad (laughs) this sounds (laughs) my dad built a um like a shed slash like cabin at the bottom of our garden in the new house when we um it had a really really long garden and my brother was learning to play drums and so he built this cabin and during the summer holidays quite a few of the younger brothers in my hall used to come over and do like band practice with my brother but then that meant that I was like oh there's lots of I mean I was probably 12 or 13 um (laughs) so all these people all these brothers used to come over and then um yeah, one of them used to. He did. I don't actually think this person played an instrument. He just liked to. He just really liked music. And just a hype man. One day, he, pardon. He was just a hype man. Yeah, um, and then one day he he made me a mixed CD, and I was like, oh, oh, I wonder, what does this mean that he likes me? But then it turns out he didn't like me. Like my one of my best friends at the time. So it's all oh, very dramatic. But of the songs on that CD <laughs> was um, Blink 182, I Miss You. Yes, mate. <laughs> that is the boy. So that song, 
every time it literally takes you back to summer holiday I mean it must have been at least once or twice a week the cabin was just like yeah they used to be doing band practice I mean at the time Daniel and Luke were around <laughs> were or weren't were around yeah um, but not on the radar but at the time I did not I did not fancy Daniel at that time <laughs> <laughs> And Joey, Joey was there and some other people. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I just remember, think, like, oh. Because oh. there's a few, like, sisters that we all, we all had the same crush, which obviously doesn't help. Yeah, I'm fighting over that there. crush. Oh, man. You know, it's, so, it's, yeah, it's, it's not like such real feelings as well, isn't they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I think I did, I, I kind of knew that he didn't like me anyway, but because then he handed me a CD, I was like, oh. Yeah, surely. What would be really heartbreaking is if you find out he made the same CD for 10 people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe he did, I don't know. <laughs> oh dear, yeah. Wow, what a moment. What a moment, yeah. So if that song was new, that would have been around 2003. Does that sound about right? Mm, yeah. 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 2003. <clears throat> probably, yeah. 2003, 2004. Great. Well, <laughs> that was the perfect choice yeah, of song. Yeah, that was great. On the CD was also some 41, and there's a quite a bit of, um, it must have, I think it's Green Day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a bit. A mixture of songs, but that one read really, every time I listen to it, it take me back to the summer holidays in the garden. Beautiful. Yeah. So, what was yeah. the first gig you went to? So, I was thinking about this. I went to see Lulu. Wow. <laughs> at the Fairfield Hall um, when I was about twelve, but I don't know if that counts as a gig because we sat down. <laughs> <laughs> That isn't that isn't the qualifier for a gig. I mean, gigs are the term that I use. Like officially, they're all concerts, aren't they? I don't know because when I think of gig, I'm thinking like you're standing up. Like I don't know. Yeah. So I didn't know if that counted. I I reckon it does. But what what's the next what's the next one that would count? So the next one. Well, it's, it's yeah, it's it's a fun. So um. I I was sixteen. <laughs> Daniel had this band at his sixth form who were doing a performance in I think it was like Red Hill or something, and Daniel got invited, so he got his brother and me, and I think possibly Joe as well. And we, my dad drove us, and he sat outside for the whole gig because he didn't want me to go by myself over all there. But yeah, anyway. Um. So I distinctively remember it was it was my first kind of um, uh, interaction with like people who liked uh, metal kind of music. I really didn't think it was like a heavy metal band. It was just a lot of people with black t-shirts on and like headbanging and stuff. Anyway, yeah. um, so I was just standing in the middle with Daniel, thinking this is so too loud. I don't like it. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> and then a mosh pit started, and I. <laughs> like got pushed in the back and I was like nope this is it and I ran 
that you probably nearly burst into tears <laughs> ran to the side of it must I don't even know what the venue was ran to the side and like Daniel chased after me make sure I was okay I was like I'm, I'm don't like this I'm, I'm leaving so I just went outside he carried on <laughs> um watching the gig and then my dad took me to like a news agency and I got a magazine as a sweet probably a can of coke and we just sat in the car and listened to absolute rock <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's such a such a distinctly clear memory as well so good and also something else happened on that night but it's so cringy Daniel says I should tell you but I, I just don't know just tell me and then you can decide okay. if you want me to cut it out okay <laughs> so at the gig there was probably a lot of people smoking weed and as soon as the boys came back they all of them actually stank like it just it's in the air isn't it, it just stinks. Yeah. and I think obviously they would, would have had a few drinks so we dropped Daniel off Daniel and Luke at, at the time lived in the same house Luke ran ahead um I got out of the car to like hug them goodbye um I went to hug Daniel to kiss me <laughs> <laughs> forgetting that my dad was in the car and we were standing right um, at the at the driver's side, so he could see in the mirror. Right. And he tried anyway. And then I was like, "Daniel, my dad's there." And he's like, "Oh no!" He ran. He like bolted <laughs> so fast down his driveway. <laughs> so funny. And then I got in the car. Oh, so cringe. Oh. I think my dad's going to listen to this as well. <laughs> I said to my dad, "I said to my dad, I'm really getting used to the way Daniel's kissing me now." <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Why did he say that? We don't know. And he was like, just be careful. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> he was like, I know what young boys are like. And I was like, oh, I cannot tell you. Even to this day, it's, it's so cringe. Why did I even say that? That is so good. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Daniel was so embarrassed. He just ran and I think I like texted him or phoned him the next day. Oh, and I was like, why did you do that? He's like, I forgot your dad was there. So good. It's caught in the moment. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was very kind of him that he drove us all the way there. Like probably took an evening out of his hectic week working just to drive us to a gig, which I didn't even want to go to in the end. But yeah, we often just sat in the car. <clears throat> um, listen to absolute rock on a Friday night. So I used to go dancing every Friday night. So he used to take me, and then on the way home was absolute rock. And we used to just sing all the songs together. So that was that's a nice like memory linked to. Yeah. What sort of dancing did you do? Mm, so I did ballet and tap, and modern and acrobatic. Wow. And some dance. Yeah, I did that from like the age of about six to sixteen. Yeah, yeah, that's quite. That's, that's a good. <clears throat> yeah, I did all the shows and competitions in London. No way. So my, yeah. So my, I was thinking about this the other day when I got the questions. I was like, my dad, mum and dad must have spent first of all quite a lot of money because it was twice a week, Friday night for two hours in Pollard Hill which is not just down the road. So my dad used to drive me there every Friday night. And then 
every Saturday afternoon for an hour or two hours. <clears throat> I mean, each lesson obviously costs. And it also, if you didn't attend, you still had to pay. Yeah. So it's kind of, it was like, um, it was, they called it a stage school, but it wasn't, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't like fully involved, but it was quite a lot of time taken up for them to take me there. But I absolutely loved it. That's good, good fun. Nice one. I said, it's fair to say that Daniel corrupted you in every single way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's quite fair to say. Because <laughs> he really doesn't like dancing at all. You had this whole career ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what were yeah. you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say, um, my. so before I remember, so the reason I remember the Lulu gig was because I was listening to a 60s playlist with my mum when we were working the other day. And I was like, oh, Lulu, I remember going to the Fairfall tour. She was like, oh, yeah, I remember. And then, mm-hmm. but before that, I had remembered that I went to Blackstone Cherry. And I think I was with you and Glenn. Oh, yeah. And Dan. And I, that was my, I would say that was before Lulu. Like my first gig with fame, real famous people, apart from the sixth form band in Redville. That was 2009. Yeah, because I think that was the night before we went to Croyd, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Yeah, something like that. I seem to remember we were doing something significant the next day. I think it might have been Croyd. Okay, so what is a film that means a lot to you? Not because it's your favourite, but it might be connected with a memory or a person. Um, so I think it will have to be The Snowman. You know, the film, which is like, I don't think there's no speaking in it. Um, yeah, my nan, um, she spoiled me quite a lot when I was younger. She died when I was about 12. So my memories of her are very, I was quite young, but not old enough to like get to know her. When I saw her, she was just like, you know, showered me with gifts. Yeah, yeah I, was the only grand, I was the only granddaughter at the time. <clears throat> and um every time we'd go around there she'd put that but she only had like a few children's dvds um uh, not dvds of these pictures and um yeah she'd put that on and the other day actually i think in probably i said the other day probably around december time um we i was listening to magic fm probably in the car driving awesome. um and the song um walking in the air came on Oh yeah, and it was in, I instantly like my just instant goosebumps all over. I was just like, oh, such a cozy feeling, and I remember exactly where the house was and um, like the smell of her, um, and like she, used to, you know, those pink wafers biscuits. Oh yes, yeah. She always, always used to have like packets of those. I, me and my brother oh, used yeah. to eat them all the time. Triangle sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like an instant, like warm, cozy feeling. So I think that's probably the one that it like, yeah, nice, nice memories attached to it. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That was similar yeah. with my granddad. He he died when I was about thirteen, and um, like I obviously remember him fairly well, but there's so much you think as you got older, like you would have had started to have a completely different kind of relationship mm. with him. So yeah, it's quite, quite weird. Like on reflection, you think you missed out on mm. a lot because it's still quite young, isn't it? I think um, 
yeah a lot of people still got their grandparents like you know my other grand my nan both my nans are still alive and i'm 31 oh, wow. um but yeah, yeah. Both my granddad's died of different kinds of cancer but yeah yeah been. i think also she would yeah i think my nan was one of the first people that died that like that i i loved so i think it's quite a significant like oh she's more special because she died when i was young yeah but yeah that film and just um yeah just like there's a, i don't even know what the smell is but sometimes i can smell it i don't know what if it's like a laundry detergent or something my granddad used to smoke um, cigars, so I think that's got something to do with it in the house. You know, when like people smoke, um, he used to do roll-ups and he used to do cigars, and it just used to stink of like stale smoke. <laughs> Sometimes, if I smell that, it like, kind of takes me back as well. The smell memory thing, it just makes me I find it so interesting. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Someone did explain what it is. I think it's that there's more there's it's more hardwired into your brain like your your smell receptors like as opposed to your other senses they have to kind of take a different route into your memory whereas the smell is like Mm. a direct link uh yeah yeah, so maybe it's that yeah same my granddad is like just he used to wear like uh, old spice aftershave yeah or brute yeah it's just yeah um, old spice yeah just yeah those smells just straight back to him he was always he always had like slick back hair always had a shirt nice. his shirt was like unbuttoned down to his like halfway down his oh, chin wow. and like Do you always have chinos on yeah probably like beige chinos and yeah, he had always. like loads of rings on his hands i got one of his rings somewhere actually um Aww. and yeah just but yeah, I just like it's, it feels like he was all, always quite like he's always played with us a lot, and he was very like always sport us. Um, but mm. I feel like I don't remember having a conversation with him because I think I just wasn't old enough. Mm, exactly. I wouldn't have been asking him, like you know. Mm. I just yeah that that side of things like we we're ne- we're never adults together. It's quite weird. Yeah. 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 Exactly the same. I don't remember. Don't remember talking to her. I just remember shopping with her or her buying me stuff or yeah it's just that I don't remember didn't didn't really know her really mm. obviously that like, as you get older you get to know people and you can I, I've known a bit more about like from my dad um her talking about him talking about her more but um yeah it's very different yeah. yeah I was gonna say the same like my mum and well with both my granddads I suppose but yeah with my my mum's dad like she when she's talking about him all the different stories like mm. he's just like a real joker and the way he treated my nan was like it was they were really really sweet with each other mm. well, my, my memory of them um interacting was that they like when my nan's a little bit like mrs bouquet she's like quite quite oh, quite well to do or like likes to likes to feel like she is in a very sweet way but they used to call each other mate. <laughs> it was really sweet. They're like, all right, mate. See you later, mate. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I was going to say another film is um, Seven Brides to Seven Brothers. I Like, just instant memories of 
it must have been a film that I, my mum put on when I was sick. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have tonsillitis quite a lot when I was younger. So in the afternoon, she just put a film on for me so I can just like rest up and stuff. And yeah. um, that was one of them. I love every single song. I used to fancy the younger brother with the ginger hair. <laughs> Quite a strange premise, that film, though, isn't it? It is, it is I know. It's very odd, but <laughs> I, just, I just love I love the music, costume. Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Rest of the nice, cosy memory as well. Yeah, it just, yeah, in, by today's kind of microscope, it wouldn't really stand up, but I think it's, it's a no, favourite for a lot of people. Yeah, at the time. <laughs> I think oh, it was made in like... <laughs> I think it was made in like the 40s or 50s. In car film. It was 1954. Oh. Yeah, pretty vintage. Very good. I probably oh, have well, seen it. It's the sort of thing my mum would have had on, for sure. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So what thing do you miss from your childhood? So definitely, you've already mentioned it, but dancing. I miss yeah. it. I, I, when I, I quit the like, school thing when I was 16, because I was at college at the time, and it was just, it was just too much. It was quite a lot of, um, on top of a new college. Um, yeah, and I was working in a little fish and chip shop on a Friday night. Um, oh, yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> So it was just, um, it was a bit too, it was just too much. I, I We did a show when I was 16 and then that was like my last like thing. But I do, I just loved like dressing up and performing on the stage. And I was probably out of, there was quite a lot of, um, there's probably about 15 girls who are like exactly the same age as me. They kind of did it in like a few different groups, but I was, I was the one that was not, like the top of the class but because I didn't dance as often as them they would do like all day Saturday dancing and like Friday whereas I did like a few hours um so uh but I just I just like that the feeling like being backstage and like quick costume changes and the makeup and the hair and like the competitions like we'd travel to London my mum would always take me up and um like the memory of like my dad in the car, always listening to like absolute rock in the evenings and stuff. It's just all like lovely, lovely feelings. But also, I actually genuinely love dancing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I used to be a lot more flexible back then. I mean, I always thought I could always be able to do the splits, but <laughs> that just doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean, you apparently, you train yourself, but. Um, because I used to be able to do it very easily. Obviously, I had to do it for shows and stuff. But um, when once you get out of practice doing stuff like that, you, you well, yeah, it takes a lot of training to get back. And I'm just not. I don't think it's going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> going to make a comeback sometime. I mean, it's an inherently weird it could thing. Do. On its, on its, if you isolate it on its own, it's a very weird thing to do. <laughs> oh, I'm no. incorporate it into a dance, but it's like, and the finale, we'll just split <laughs> myself in half. It's this, I think it's, yeah, it's more like a, um, like a party trick. That's yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so I really, really do miss that. I think, yeah, it was, it was more, yeah, my, probably my only hobby, because obviously it did take a lot of time. I didn't 
relearn any instruments or just learn a little bit of piano but that was like my hobby as a childhood child as a child so I and I did it for I think I was probably about five or six when I joined and there's the same people all the way up to when I was 16. So oh really? It's quite a, a big chunk of my Sorry. life I suppose. Yeah mm. yeah it's a big thing to yeah. start isn't it? yeah it's like being in a band for that long or something. Yeah. Mm. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's still an art, an art form, isn't it? It's still a an out, a creative outlet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's obviously something I can't do all the time. <laughs> no, it's not on that level anyway. I mean, if there's a party, I would be on the dance floor at a wedding or something. But it's just not the same. Doing like a, this is what I want you to do this move, and you're going to dance to this piece of music, and yeah. you need to wear this costume, and you need to come in at this time. Like I quite liked the um uh scheduling the rules basically the rules and like the rules of the, <laughs> the routine the I, I like <laughs> um but yeah t- i think tap dancing is the one i probably enjoyed the most but again it's something i can't do in my flat because i've got wooden floors <laughs> <laughs> my neighbor will not be happy um but i absolutely i could watch tap dancing like all the time at a show and stuff um I've seen um, that one, Forty Second Street. That was amazing. That's like when I watch it, I'm just like, oh, it's so exciting. <laughs> I really do wish I could do that. Do that now. Probably. Yeah. Not gonna happen. So yeah, that's probably what what I miss the most. I think. That's nice. Yeah. But, uh, I can't remember what <laughs> a Je- Rachel said. Oh, we need to uh, do like a house party over Zoom. Yeah. And have the same song on. I was like, and I was like, you're literally gonna summon Gemma. She's just gonna like, she's gonna know we're having this conversation and just suddenly appear on this on this Zoom call. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, oh yeah, that would that would be fun. I suggested to someone that we should have like an like an eighties like disco, and we could all dress up because it's like a bit of fun. None of us have dressed up really to go on like a Zoom. <laughs> whatever but i just i saw someone do it the other day and they like, did that all the makeup and the hair they yeah. just had like 80s music like playing and they all like danced together and i was like that's such a good idea yeah. no one's keen i'll do it <laughs> okay Even you it, Rachel. yeah sure. <laughs> i think it'd be cool like if you've got somebody hosting it who's like the dj so that you've got yeah. good good because if you do share screen and just do audio you can you'll have good quality sound coming through yeah, um, and it might be slight delay, but who cares? It'll be part of the fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah should. We should do it big time. Yeah. It, it would. Uh, I think it would be good. It would be good for those that want to do it, like who would love it, but also those who maybe cringe at the idea and you need to drop the inhibition slightly. <laughs> Let their yeah, hair exactly. down. Yeah, exactly. You're at home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We should. We should organize that. Yeah, I'll I'll make a poster. Yes, please. Yeah, it's not a real thing until you've done a poster. <laughs> <laughs> so, what song reminds you of your parents? So, um, my dad. So I'm just gonna come with my dad. Um, he so every Saturday well, during the day, my mom would be at work. So my my dad was constantly um like catching up on housework and stuff while me and my brothers just played 
but he'd always have music on. He used to have um, tons of CDs and he, I think he, I'm sure he, I don't remember it specifically, but I'm sure he had quite a good hi-fi player at the time. Um, so any Queen song um, always reminds me of him. But one that I've got a vivid memory of is um, oh, Baggy Trousers by Madness. Yeah. <laughs> because one day we were listening to um absolute rock on the way home from dancing and the song came on i had never heard it before and so he turned it up and he knew every single word but as he was driving he was like like dancing like do like but they i think they do on the video yeah and it was just it just was making me laugh so much it was so hilarious so that song if I if I hear it, it just really makes you smile. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's quite nice. It's yeah, <laughs> it's a funny song. Um, any Queen. So even now, I've I listen to quite a lot of Queen. Uh, he was quite a big fan. He went to all their gigs. Well, not all of them, but quite a lot of their gigs and stuff when he was younger. Oh really? You got to see them? Cool. Quite a hardcore fan. Yeah, my my dad. Yeah. yeah. Likes Queen. I don't think he ever saw them. But yeah, we we uh, grew up on a lot of those. I remember mm. uh, having having it on tape, mixing a tape of Queen stuff. Yeah, mm. I know what you mean about like your. I think I know what you mean anyway. With, with you saying about your dad listening to Baggy Trousers and he's like really going for it because I think my dad's temperament when I was growing up is quite similar to mine. Like most of the time, it's just kind of flatlining, <laughs> very like don't go either end of the spectrum very often um but there's a few songs where he'd just like in the car like there's a really distinct memory of us when we're camping and my uncle was driving a car uh and my dad was in the front passenger seat and they had um do you remember like obviously not doesn't stand up very well now pc land but um uh my gang by gary glitter like (laughs) I don't know if you know the song. But I think if, I, if I heard it, I probably would. Like, you want to be a my gang, my gang, my gang. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, they were just driving like through the countryside. My dad was like, like fist pumping through the sunroof <laughs> and just like really going for it. I was like, what's this? He was like really letting himself go. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> just getting well into oh, it. Yeah, I think um, obviously when you, when parents, have younger I think they're just always you always just see them as they're working they're cooking you dinner yeah obviously like do you spend time with you but you don't and it, yeah I think seeing my dad like all like trying to dance as he was driving it just really made me laugh yeah I suppose and that's I was really impressed that he knew all yeah are your parents similar age to mine are they like late 50s my dad was born in sorry dad <laughs> 62 Okay, so he's a year younger than my dad then. Okay. So yeah, like they must have yeah. had you in their 20s or early 30s. Can't do maths. Similar age yeah, to my, my parents anyway. My mum, yeah, my mum was, I think my mum was 21 when she had me. My dad's a little bit older than her. Okay. So yeah, like I guess you do, you do have to grow up quickly. So you're seeing your parents essentially what the age mm. we are now. <laughs> and you think they're a lot older than they are mm. yeah still have fun early 30s mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's fine yeah. <laughs> yeah 
Um, and I'm trying to think of I couldn't really think of a song with my mum. Um, but a nice like all the songs of magic. I just remember they they must have played magic in the car. Um, and quite often we would have quite long car journeys and we'd go on our summer holidays. My grandparents had a holiday home in Devon. So at least twice a year we'd go down there. So it's about a five hour car journey. And I'm pretty sure it was Magic FM that he's playing because all the songs on there reminds you of the long car journeys, my little brother being sick. (laughs) And then, (laughs) and then, um, so I think it's just like a nice, oh, summer holidays, exciting, going to, going to the beach, going on holiday. And my mum was in the car, obviously, like, yeah, in front and chatting with my dad. So that was, I think, as like a two of them together. Mm. I don't think my mum likes the same music as my dad. Okay. She's more into she's more, just a different era, more, I guess. Yeah, she likes Neil Diamond, um, like 60s stuff. But yeah, ma- yeah, this all the songs. Yeah, it just reminds you of like ma- magic, like long car journeys, and I don't. I think because we we when we used to go away, we only used to go up to Norfolk, which from where we were was probably maybe two hours. Uh, mm. Yeah, two and a half hours. So I don't. I don't have any. Like I remember being in the car a lot, but I don't remember ever being like really, really bored. Like as I imagine, <laughs> some are if you're going like a lot further. We went. To, we only went to Cornwall. Yeah. Once, I think, as a family, and that was when I was a bit older. That was like when I was mm. sixteen. But yeah. It, most of those memories are associated with music as well. I think because you're just mm. kind of, there was no there's no tablets to stare at back then, so it was, you had to get involved with whatever was going on in the car. <laughs> yeah, counting the sheep, and yeah, and we used to play the game with the registration number. We used to have to make a word out of the registration number. Oh yeah. The only time the thing that that seems um, notable is as we're getting older. I remember having uh, a CD Walkman and listening to my own music in the car when I was a little bit older. So yeah, I remember buying "By the Way" by Red Hot Chili Peppers and having that on my Walkman. Oh, such. I think that was two thousand and two. Let me just check. It would make sense, I think. And that, that was my like that was my um first album I felt like was mine. Like my brother didn't like it. Didn't like that album. Oh. Didn't like Chili Peppers really at that time. So I was like, this is my this is my album. A couple of like like the pop stuff we got before we bought together. And then we bought yeah. um some other things that was kind of the bridge. But this was the thing that was like, this is this is for me only. I'll just listen to my headphones. Yeah, two thousand two. Oh wow! Yeah. Love, I love the walk. Love the Walkman. I used to, I used to be really annoyed it couldn't fit in my pocket. <laughs> I used to walk up the road. Yeah. I used to be like, why is this so big? I have to hold it, and I don't want anyone to see this. I used to have to take like a handbag with me. Amazing. But um, the, by by the way, the album um, me so I was convinced that Daniel like gave it to me as a gift. It was his album, and then we basically for like quite a while we used to just fight over it whose car it would go in but it's yeah it's one of our favorite albums now it's actually one of the the albums that we'll listen to if we're going on a long car journey with the boys so the boys know the songs of that album mate we've 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 known each other for so long we didn't know that we could have been listening to it together the whole time (laughs) absolutely Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> it's great. I think it's, I don't think there's a dud song on that album. I love it. No. I no, remember that, just singing in the back of the car with my headphones in and they were just like the cheap headphones to get them, which just basically rest on your ears and then start to hurt because they didn't even, they might have had a little foam bit on them, but probably not. And Toby just being like, it's too loud. Mom, Dad, tell him it's too loud. I can hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Classic rivalry. Yeah. CD player. I think it might have been the first one that was just mine. And it had the jog proof thing on it. You know, like I had anti-skip. So for like... Oh, yeah. For 30 seconds, I think it was. So if you... I don't know, if you're walking with it, it would would stop it from from Mm. jerking around. Yeah. (laughs) So good. Amazing. Amazing. Um, so what film have you or could you watch over and over again? The Greatest Showman. Cool. Yep. It's just I just love the storyline, the all the music, every single song I absolutely love. Um, the costume. I just think I yeah, I, I love musicals anyway, but I think I watched it and I, I think we watched it again the day later <laughs> i love it so much i could yeah i could watch it over and over again yes yeah, good i just yeah everything about the film i like and yeah it's got a mixture of emotions and it's great all the music i've got we me and the boys have a playlist that we listen to in the car if daniel's not there and all the songs from there is on the list <laughs> nice. so um yeah it's, uh, it's amazing Good, I haven't seen film. it yet. Oh, I haven't. I'm I haven't sure you really... watched it with us. No, I haven't seen it. Um, oh, I'll lend it to you. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anyone who hasn't liked it, boys included. <laughs> so, I think mm. I need to give it a try. Yeah. Do you like most musicals? Yeah, my, like all all the oldest, like Sing in the Rain. This is one of my. Oh yeah, another favorite. Just love, I just just love the feeling like it's all nice happy story with music and they can just break into song and it's not weird it's just oh, I love it the one that yeah. caught me by surprise which makes me think maybe I should give more more of them a go is Le Mis I didn't didn't expect yeah. I think I think it was just me Glenn and Lucy that went to see it at the cinema they talked me into going to see it at the cinema and I was like yeah, it's a good. Actually, getting pretty emotional <laughs> during the cinema. Yeah, I'm not crying. You're crying. I think the songs in the. <laughs> yeah. I think they're very emotional songs. The story always is very emotional, but yeah. Oh, a Hugh Jackman one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's him. Maybe he's the missing. It's him. He's a great guy. He's good looking, and he can sing and dance. What more could you ask for? <laughs> exactly. And he's, and he's Wolverine the whole time in the background. Yeah. <laughs> in real life. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I need to put yeah. that on a list. A list of things to watch. So, tell me about your favourite place. So, um, it would be on a UK beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter where it is. I just it's um. So my nan, I've said this before, nan and granddad had a holiday home first of all in Devon and they had that probably till I was about 11, maybe 10, 10 or 11. And then they sold that and then they moved a bit further 
up here and um, they live in Kingston and so they've got one in Littlehampton oh yeah so um basically it was like a free holiday um for us every year like whenever we had the opportunity we'd always go there and the days would involve like a lie-in breakfast beach all day and then food up back at home in the evening so all day we'd have to just entertain ourselves on the beach wherever it's like cricket swimming in the cold sea um building sandcastles sleeping like it's just yeah so um even when it's um when it's like windy but it's like a fresh breeze i'm like oh it's just like being on the beach even though i don't like swimming or and i've got quite a phobia of open water i just like sitting on the beach and looking at the sea <laughs> um so and also when the boys were older it's only last year that we took them out of the country to go on holiday mm-hmm. so all the way up to aiden's 12 now so all the way from like zero to 12 um, we'd always go to any UK destination. So we've done quite a lot of Cornwall, Devon, um, Sussex, Hastings, all that around that area. So we'd always have in Daniel's not too much as much of a beach person, um, but I'm quite happy to go to the beach every day. And I think for when I was younger, it was a bit of bit better that it wasn't you didn't have to spend much money. Yeah. It was just there. We could sit, sit all day. Um, but there's one one memory which is kind of entangled in like what what my life is now with the boys. And um, we went in Devon. There was like a, a play park. I think they've got one in Cornwall as well called Creedy. I don't know if you've heard of that. But it's mm. like a it's like a theme park thing. Um, and so they've got like rides and they've got a small farm and stuff like that. And when we were younger when we'd go to Devon we'd always have like one day there but obviously it's quite expensive so it was always like a treat that we weren't going to the beach that day we were going to Creedy. it was always so exciting it's like a like a mini Chesington World of Adventures okay um and then they had a massive massive play barn with like a ball pit and the slides like the drop slides and nice. it was absolutely massive um and uh so that was always exciting like linked in with like the beach holiday kind of thing when I was younger with my brothers but then a couple of years ago we um went with my mum and dad to a similar area in Devon and um we took the boys to the exact same one so I hadn't been there since I was a child and because it wasn't half term it was like completely empty <laughs> and so in the in this massive play barn which I still remember as being huge it still is huge and me, my mum, my dad, Daniel, and the boys were running around playing it all day. No way. Because it, it started raining, and I was just like, this is awesome. This is it's nice. like, like exciting memories from when I was younger, playing with my brothers. But now I've like invited, like the boys are there, and it's just, it, it, the place is literally, there's probably like two other people there. So my dad, who's like six foot, could fit under everything. So he's like mm. running and hiding from us. And I was awesome. That is, that is a dream. <laughs> Honestly, like. Yeah hide and seek in a yeah <laughs> me and Heidi's biggest regret is when we went out to Turkey for Sarah and Ali's wedding we were the only guests staying in the hotel like all the people for the wedding and me and her before we went we were like we need to play hide and seek in the hotel like when it's night time and it's empty and we just forgot to yeah. do it it's like my biggest oh. regret yeah 
like oh. playing out those like childhood games in yeah. in an exclusive setup. That's so cool. Yeah, I was just so so gutted that my brothers went there with us. So that would yeah. be like unbelievable. But um, yeah, I mean, we've got loads of like <laughs> we've got loads of like home videos with like my dad and the big like shoulder camera thing of like us, me trying to push my little brother down the slide and like yeah it's always a cozy nice memory yeah <laughs> that's great yeah i think we'll yeah. probably have to do more uk holidays now yeah. realistically which is fine i'm quite looking forward to it getting back into camping life yeah. oh. maybe seeing a bit more i've hardly seen anything of the north haven't seen mm. haven't really seen much further north than norfolk to be honest i have been a few times but not really okay. Not for an extended period of time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Be good. Where do you think is the first place you want to go? The first indulgent place you want to go, but after lockdown. Um. This is not necessarily a holiday. Just anything. I even though I really struggle with camping, I would like to go back to the woods <laughs> with my friends yeah. and the boys, just because it's. Yeah, if I'm having a good day camping and the sun is out, got food on, kids are playing nicely, we've all got a drink, we're all huddled around. It's just, it's so peaceful and lovely and beautiful. So even though I struggle with camping and it, it we don't enjoy it that much, just that, that, that moment of just that we're getting dinner ready and the kids are happy, not arguing with my friends. It's sunny. We've had a nice like yeah that that moment not in the tent is is great <laughs> yeah I, th- I think i know i know what you mean like I'd, I'd love camping through and through but i think the not sleeping well and mm-hmm. potentially the weather making it worse in some way is the hardest bit and i suppose that's that's where we're cheating slightly by having a van is like making it as comfortable yeah. as possible um but yeah. every other aspect of it is great just being outside don't not mm. you know you're not, there's no plans you're not doing anything just just eating yeah, exactly you know, really. yeah it's, it's it's the best yeah 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 i just think i think it's because um i think because the boys well obviously we don't know if we're gonna go this year yet but George especially is just so desperate to go and he's always talking about it. he even has dreams about it now he's like oh, oh I had a dream when camping and I'm like oh that ever gonna go um but yeah we'll, we'll have to wait and see but yeah, yeah so that's we really loved it last year we just only wish we could have done longer and I mean even more reason to do longer now mm. <laughs> it's like fully all the holiday available so yeah hopefully that mm. happens get down to that forest So there you go, there's Gemma. 
That was very enjoyable, wasn't it? One of the kindest people you ever meet, I would say. It's a fair review. So, if you don't already know, that is your personal loss. Um, what's going on this week? Nothing really. Pretty standard. I was hoping to get out on the old motorbike. Well, last week actually, but then the wet, the rain started arriving, so maybe maybe a chance this week. Glenn uh, resigned from her job last week. Um, she'd been furloughed from since the start of lockdown because she's a carer, and uh, yeah, it was it was deemed safer for her not to go to work. But she had plans to to quit her job anyway. At some point, start her own business like dog walking, gardening, and stuff. Um, but we kind of felt like we had to address it with her boss just because she's getting paid to not work and it's like a bit unfair to just go straight back to like, oh yeah, I'm not working anymore. Uh, so yeah, basically put a date on it. So end of this month and then she's putting the word out to do some little jobs. She's already got a couple of little gardening jobs and stuff. So yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that's what we're uh, honing in on at the moment really. Just getting that sorted it's exciting uh, I think it's probably quite likely this will be the only episode this week but you know clearly you can't trust what I say based on the last few episodes but yeah maybe another one before long alright Bambinos I'll see you another time you can get in touch on lovelystuffpod at gmail.com. Send us a message. The jingle was Blippy Trance by Kevin MacLeod. Not that one. I'll see you uh, around on the um, the internet in some form. Take care. Goodbye.